Is there such a thing as a bad psychedelic trip? How can it be prevented and managed and integrated? What roles do context and therapeutic support play? In this episode, I share my outlook on the subject and offer four fundamental points that have helped me and my clients when facing this type of a situation. Welcome to the Shift Happens podcast, where we believe that it only takes a small shift to make a radical difference. Whether that's a shift in perspective, a shift in mindset, a shift in behavior, or in the way that we relate to each other and the world around us, Join us each week as we discuss the science and arts of meaningful transformation. From relationships to neuroscience and psychedelics, we explore existing and emerging tools that help us gain agency over our lives. So without further ado, let's let magic unfold. Let's make some shift happen. Today we delve into a topic that many may find uncomfortable. We don't like to talk about it, yet this topic holds valuable lessons for those of us on the psychedelic path. This is where the meaty, valuable stuff is. In this episode, we embark on a journey to examine the concept of a bad trip. We're going to look into the different types of bad trips, the expected and estimated duration of the aftermath of such an experience, and specific ways which you can uh, apply to prepare and prevent such experiences. So, who's ready to dive in? What is a bad trip? And uh, especially, especially or specifically in the context of a psychedelic experience, a bad trip refers to something that is intense, distressing, and uh, psychologically challenging. And usually it's an experience that deviates from a desired or projected or expected outcome, where we uh, foresaw that something really positive, something really beautiful would happen and ended up experiencing the opposite of that. So what's important to note here already is how subjective the nature of such a so-called adverse uh, altered state experience really is. During a bad trip, um, you may encounter a wide range of distressing sensations, um, emotions, experiences, visuals, thoughts, and uh, these are usually accompanied by fear, by paranoia, by anxiety, uh, many times confusion, a loss of connection to reality. So the effects of a bad trip can be highly distressing and it can induce a sense of impending doom or feeling trapped in a nightmarish state. In my own personal experiences, I have encountered various types of challenging trips and they've left a profound impact on my psyche. Some were of a short term, others were of a longer term and some lasted for over a year. So in that sense, I personally distinguish four different types of uh, bad trips. Um, and where we can look at the type of distress that is being produced or induced in that experience. As such, you can expect or you can uh, prepare yourself for a physically challenging bad trip, psychologically challenging, spiritually 
and uh, something that I call uh, existential distress. So an example of physical, uh, bad, physically bad trip involved for me once uh, dying with all the pains, the physical uh, difficulties associated with that, the grieving and the emotional intensity related to that. And in that uh, experience, uh, in addition to dying, I also had the, the feeling of giving birth to myself eventually, basically undergoing both emotions at the same time. This intense encounter allowed me to experience the cycles of life and kind of hold two dichotomies in one hand, in one perspective, showing me that rebirth and death are one and the same. And um, in a physical sense, having had to experience death, so the pains of death and both rebirth on a very deeply visceral manner and level. Another type is uh, psychological. And uh, during such an, uh, a journey, um, one example is when I delved into the collective feminine wound of rape. So this was my a personal trauma that I had to confront, um, confronting it through the experiences associated um, for many women or for the collective, for women as a collective, and all the intensity and the pain that women had to endure as a collective. Can you imagine having to feel the pain of all these women simultaneously as if it were happening right there, right then, uh, just as real as that, as real as if it would happen here and now today. And then having to feel it not just for my own self, but having to experience um, or re-traumatize myself again and again for every single one of those women who went through this experience. And uh, I, I, have, I can testify that this was one of the most uh, healing, releasing, um, but at the same time also extremely emotionally demanding, demanding experience. Another type is spiritual. So spiritual, spiritually bad trips could involve, uh, for example, confronting uh, various types of uh, unearthly presences or demonic uh, energies. Um, in my case, um, this happened when a, a demon was attacking another participant. It was a younger lady who uh, participated in the same session or in, it was part of a group that I uh, was part of. Um, and she, uh, whilst I could hear her voice in, in a physical sense, and I could hear her screams and cries, uh, on an energy level, I could see this demon attacking her. And um, I felt the defenseless and the youth and the naivety with which she was not able to confront him and was terrified of him. So in that particular experience, I felt compelled to stand up and reach into my inner depth for all the resources that I had and somehow I found them to be able to withstand and stand up to and confront this demon and eventually I did. The interesting part is that after this experience during the integration talks in the morning, the girl came to me and gave me a hug and she said, I want to thank you so much for 
the uh, for protecting me for defending me because apparently the experience that I was having she was having it at the same time so we were simulta- simultaneously undergoing one journey and um, my lesson in that session was that of course whilst um, I was um, it felt good to to help another human being for me this was more about my own confrontation with my fears um, of the spiritual nature with um, being able to uh, draw from the inner resources to overcome any kinds of challenges especially when they seem um, so unsurmountable as that particular experience and uh, lastly a type of challenge that I've um, uh, heard and experienced myself many times is uh, existential crisis for me this took place during a buffal virus ceremony where uh, many people experience a profound sense of oneness with the universe they become God and um, unfortunately for me this meeting with God was also accompanied by an overwhelming sense of loneliness and solitude I felt so bloody alone and um, this loneliness unfortunately did not leave my system after the session was over or after Bufo was out of my blood. It stayed with me for a very long time and it was more than a year that I was uh, facing the aftermath of this experience. So the, the, this mind-boggling paradox of polarities um, where I had to feel both the oneness and the wholeness and the nothingness and loneliness all at the same time deeply deeply disturbing so yeah one might call such experiences typically a bad trip um in fact you know every single one of my experiences and of or those of my clients are usually accompanied by some kind one form or another of distress um and of course you could already refer for some people that would be already uh, something to um, call a bad trip but um, I also have to note that these specific experiences that I just shared are typical to ayahuasca, DMT and buffalo virus I rarely have had such dark journeys with the psilocybin which is ultimately what shaped my preference for working with these um, uh, medicines rather than uh, others, so having this preference for truffles. So what is it that makes these bad trips cathartic uh, instead of destructive for me? How do I sublimate such intense experiences in such a way that they expand my consciousness rather than contract it? And what truths do I hold sacred that make make each and every journey positive for me, um, no matter how challenging. The most helpful mindset that I recommend every, everyone who is embarking on this journey to come with is that you are not going, you're not coming to have a trip. You are entering a relationship. You are entering a sacred union with this medicine. Whichever whichever psychedelic form that you choose, you must treat it as a long-term life partner rather than a one-night stand. As it goes for any long-term relationship, trust is key.
So um, here are some principles or vows, if you will, that I hold sacred in my relationship with psychedelics. And these, by the way, are ultimately also the mantras that I use for everything in life, including my marriage. Nothing is done to me. Everything is done for me. I don't get what I want. I get what I need. I never get more than I can handle. The only way out is through. So let's explore these four concepts a bit. You know, nothing is done to me. Everything is done for me. What does this mean for you? How does this resonate for you? For me, this insight shaped uh, my transition from a victim stance to a hero stance in life holding this truth sacred, that nothing is done to me, but rather everything is done for me, has helped me shift from being a passive victim of life circumstances to embracing the perspective that challenges and difficulties are there to support me in life also, just as much as the positive experiences. So by asking myself, how is this here to support me? You know, not just this psychedelic session, but in life in general, I equip myself to be the hero of my own story. I make myself capable of finding lessons, of seeing the opportunities for personal transformation, for elevation and for expansion in every single situation, as challenging as it may be. The second mantra, you don't get what you want, you get what you need. This is such a powerful shift in mindset during a bad trip. It's about reframing the experience and seeing the challenging trip as a resource of my inner healing and growth by asking yourself, well, how can I see this, what I define at this point in time as a bad trip, how can I see this as a resource, I open myself up to the possibility of gaining valuable insights, of releasing deep-seated emotions and uncovering aspects of myself that I need um, to bring to the surface in order to become a more integrated and whole person. So this perspective helps me find meaning and also, of course, helps me uh, identify the purpose, uh, even in the most challenging of the experiences psychedelic or otherwise. You never get more than you can handle. Trust in the process and the higher purpose of the psychedelic experience is so important. One of the lessons that I've learned through life is that <clears throat> I never get more than I can handle. It's a reminder that um, difficult and uncomfortable moments during a trip are part of larger transformative process. And that my psyche, you know, this trust relationship that I mentioned earlier, trusting your own psyche that it, it is on your side, that it doesn't have male intent for you, that it, that it, has, uh, that it has the best or the good in, in store for you. Um, if you have this type of mindset, if you look at your psyche as a friend and if you trust that it's there to support you, 
then you will always know that whatever is being brought up to you right now, you're able to handle. That it it is otherwise wouldn't be shown to you. It wouldn't come up to the surface. It wouldn't be brought up. But if it has found a way out, it means it was looking to uh, be found. It wanted to be seen. This part of you too wanted to be found. I like this quote from Joseph Campbell that says, the cave that you fear to enter the most holds the treasure that you seek. And this kind of summarizes how we can find uh, profound personal growth in discomfort, in fears, and in challenging situations. So trusting that there is a higher purpose to any experience, even when it feels overwhelming, allows me to surrender and embrace, embrace mm, the, the experience with openness. And this is incredibly rewarding, I tell you. It, it develops resilience, and uh, let's face it, uh, which one of us does not need more resilience today? And um, this brings me to the last uh, principle, which is the only way out is through. And this mantra is uh, emphasizing the importance of facing and embracing the challenging aspects of the trip instead of running away from them. So, of course, as in any other situation, you have choices. And uh, when presented with a challenging situation, you also have a choice. You could choose to suppress, you could choose to run away, you could choose to pretend it's not there or try to um, pray to uh, not have to face it. However, uh, in doing so, you're setting yourself up for a misery on a longer term. You're setting yourself up for a missed opportunity. And, um, you know, saying that the only way out is through Acknowledges, acknowledges that trying to suppress or avoid the scary um, vision or feeling or the difficult emotions um, are not the answer. That the answer is to actually embrace, accept, integrate, or otherwise they would um, ongoingly remain in your unconscious mind and everything that is not conscious is in control of you and isn't this the mere purpose of your search isn't this the reason you joined this psychedelic healing path isn't the reason that you're seeking wholeness or psychedelic healing um, your desire or reflecting your desire to become more whole to bring to the surface everything that you're not aware of everything that is sitting in your unconscious mind. And yes, of course, with that uh, type of expectation comes the responsibility to understand that uh, those things that are sitting in the unconscious are there for a reason. You have been traumatized for a reason because they were painful, because they held the source of, of, of misfortune. They, they've held the source of of, of pain and, and, and struggle and um, you didn't have the tools at the time to 
uh, handle them, hence why they became suppressed and pushed down into your unconscious mind. And the fact, the mere fact that they are now being brought to the surface within this specific trip shows you that you are now ready to handle it. Because remember, you would not get more than you can handle. So by accepting, surrendering, and especially relinquishing control, one of the most challenging things to do, both in life and in psychedelic sessions, we can finally navigate into the depth of our psyche and confront our fears heads-on. This is the only way that we can emerge out stronger, more resilient, and better equipped to integrate the experience into our own lives. Um, this is an, this mantra is a kind of an invitation to lean into the discomfort, trusting that the path of transformation lies in transversing the challenging terrain rather than evading or running away from it. So as such, with these four mantras at heart, we distinguish between a bad trip and a hard truth. Can you handle the truth? Accepting and working with these difficult truths can be uh, is the only way. It's not. It's the only way to heal and transform. Um, some individuals may experience uh, negative effects, such as, for example, paranoia, or depression, or a distorted sense of self. And the, you know, the subsequent integration work, even, you know, you can experience these things even though you've prepared well, even though you have these mantras in your pocket, even though you are, you've read all the materials, listened to all the podcasts, and you come equipped with all the information that's necessary in order to get you ready and empowered to finally deal with your traumas, deal with the dark, uh, deal with the, the things that, that are unconscious and want to be brought to the light. And yet, no matter how well equipped you come, you may still face paranoia, depression, or other kind of challenging experience. And subsequently, the most important thing is that integration. And that integration will always focus on reframing this difficult experiences, usually to be done uh, with the help of a, a psychiatrist, psychologist, a facilitator or a coach. So, you know, we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. This is, at the end of the day, a truth that holds uh, true everywhere in life, yeah? It, it could perhaps, we should make it a, a fifth mantra, which speaks to the importance of reframing any experience that we are faced with and that by only doing so, we can gain valuable insights into our own psyche, into our own lives and move towards the path of personal growth and self-discovery. But what are the specific factors that contribute to a bad trip? And um, so what, what can we learn about them so that we can, again, equip ourselves to prevent such an experience? Well, they may stem from a combination of personal mindset, uh, environmental factors, upbringing, character, uh, personality, uh, the dosage, the purity of the substance, the set and setting, the music, the people present, um, you know, 
all of it, the types of interactions that you have during the session, all of these things, all of these elements can be cooperative components or it can be uh, uncooperative components influencing negatively the trajectory of your psychedelic experience. So the interpretation of a bad trip still remains subjective and it's important that to remember that it's it's the you know it is how you see it and if you see it as negative it will be so um you know understanding the risks preparing accordingly fostering a supportive environment are key elements in maximizing the potential benefits of a psychedelic journey and of course minimize the negative ones or what we call negative effects but let's say that you've you've done everything you've still faced some negative or bad trip how long can you expect uh, for it to last so I've uh, done some research and upon initial examination it appears that there are distinct patterns in the effects of the psychedelics based on their duration. So you have immediate uh, effects, short-term effects and long-term effects. Immediate are often um, referred to as the post-ecstatic blues. So this is when participants reported feelings of disconnection upon returning home. They felt an inability to adjust to the old reality they didn't have the right tools and skills to be able to integrate this new perspective that they gained. On a short term, the effects can span up to three to four months. And this is based on a research that focused on the integration challenges experienced by individuals after participating in the three-day psilocybin truffle retreat in the Netherlands, where some individuals encountered ontological uh, uncertainty and an ongoing sense of questioning the nature of reality, particularly when their uh, experiences uh, very much contradicted their pre-existing worldview. This dissonance could arise, uh, for example, for someone who has a secular background and um, finds themselves immersed in a world centered around plant animism. Such encounters often leave individuals feeling that their perception of reality has been destabilized and that can last for up to a couple of months. In the long term, referring to the effects extending beyond one year, emotional difficulties typically uh, are characterized as anxiety or uh, most commonly social anxiety where participants um, uh, who have experienced a challenging trip, uh, for example involving paranoia, or negative interpersonal dynamics were going through specific flashbacks of re-traumatization re or uh, inability to feel connection with their day-to-day -day life uh, for a longer period of time than three months. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I have experienced such a, such a feeling uh, and specifically, I felt extremely disconnected. I felt disconnected from my body, disconnected from myself, the world around me. Um, and then it took me for over a year to reintegrate. So while a bad trip can be distressing, it is essential to remember that it's temporary. And all research points to that. 
trusted individuals, training prof- trained professionals, psychologists, psychiatrists, um, coaches, especially people spe- specialized in psychedelic experiences, they can help. They just reach out. Please don't hesitate to reach out. In my experience, I really uh, felt that nobody could help me. So it's good to remember that. That if you're feeling a sense of disassociation, you tend to believe that nobody's able to help you. You're all alone. And doomed to remain so for the rest of your life. Well, I can laugh about it now. It wasn't funny at the time. So... In my uh, therapy, I strive to help individuals understand the plants. The plants um, are not the ones that cause the negative experience. They merely bring to the surface the underlying issues that are already present. You know, like a virus scanner on the computer. They go and scan your uh, iOS and identify the various vulnerabilities and emotional fragilities that are already lurking underneath the surface, waiting to make your uh, system liable. And therefore, it serves you tremendously to identify them, spot them, um, and bring them uh, into a container and release them. So do not lose sight of the purpose of a psychedelic trip. That's very important because, you know, we may think that a successful psychedelic session is that feeling of bliss and uh, satori experience, the momentary well-being. Um, But that's far less beneficial than the cathartic experience of purging, uh, releasing, a healing, long-standing, deeply stored trauma and uh, distress. Far more important is to feel that you have undergone a process of self-confrontation and growth than it is to feel that you've been entertained for a night. Uh, You know, only by facing the things that we consider as difficult, the traumas that we have been uh, boggled down by, that we've been uh, troubled by, only by facing those experiences. The only way out is through, are we able to facilitate healing and resolution? You know, it's typical because our culture often seeks to avoid pain at all costs. We're doing anything popping medicines and relying on quick fixes, drinking alcohol, uh, an instant gratification, anything, we do anything just not to have to face the pain. However, connecting with it, and especially in therapeutic contexts, can be so profoundly healing. And uh, psychedelics provide that opportunity. It provides the opportunity to confront and process the pain in a safe and hopefully supported environment fostering personal growth and transformation. So why would you wish yourself a good trip if you could have a cathartic experience? Of course, it's worthwhile to mention that it is not uncommon that 
there is an improper mixing of plants or psychoactive uh, uh, psychoactive um, substances. Uh, and unfortunately, there has been a rise of that in that our consumerist approach stands in contrast to the traditional wisdom and sacredness that is associated with these um, ancient healing practices. And the desire for quick results and a shortcut to spirituality can lead to misguided practices and potential harm. I mean, this is, um, it makes, we would, we would be remiss not to recognize and understand that. And this approach is not only reflective of what's happening in the West, it also uh, takes place among healers in the jungle who unfortunately been corrupted by our uh, ongoing, growing, insatiable demand um, for participating in these practices. Um, you know, we prioritize this uh, psychedelic, visual, blissful experiences and quick outcomes, and which often comes at the cost of the traditional focus of the uh, you know purpose of this medicine, which is in purging, healing, bringing it to the surface, ident- um, uh, identifying, clarifying, you know, uh, for the purpose of uh, stabilizing and rebalancing the system. Yeah, of course, such adaptations they dilute the authentic healing potential of the plant medicine. So it is very important to, uh, like I said in a previous. Um, episode don't follow the medicine follow the medic it's really important to know who you're doing it with and to have a feeling that you can trust that person well there are uh, antipsychotic medications and some other counteractive um, substances that can be used and applied um, during a session when the you know proverbial thing is really hitting the fan. Um, I'm not personally uh, a fan, but of course it is good to know that they exist and try to avoid having to consume them. Um, yeah, because this is a very complex topic in and of itself. Um, of course, only in situ- extreme situations where an individual is presenting danger to themselves or danger to others. You know, there have been situations where participants thought that they, the, the facilitator was the devil trying to entrap them. So then they uh, became physically aggressive. And in those situations, then psycho, um, psychiatric intervention may be the only way. However, with prevention, with preparation, with the right information, with the proper facilitation, with the greater, uh, with with proper integration. These are the cooperative components that you need in order to create the ultimate alchemy uh, for catharsis rather than uh, re-traumatization. And, you know, sometimes this may mean that uh, psychiatry or psychology uh, is there to complement and to support. So maybe that's what's needed in order to ensure that that these cooperative components are in place. So 
I spoke to the skills uh, and the importance of a good facilitator and how to choose one. You know, the in indigenous healers, they possess a wealth of knowledge that is, goes beyond specific plants. They possess intricate skills to modulate, to guide the effects of psychedelics, including uh, specific uh, uh, traditional techniques like chanting, absorption, extortion, uh, and taking over some of those negative effects and uh, thereby relieving you and helping you and um, you know their uh, holistic approach is known to encompass not just the plants but also the energetic and spiritual interventions which make such experiences a wholesome experience um, well thank you again for joining us on this deeper dive into the world of psychedelics exploring the concept of a bad trip uh, remember while challenging experiences can be transformative it is vital to approach this sacred work with reverence approach it with proper guidance make sure that you have the right integration by embracing the hard truths that arise during these experiences you can make leaps on your path to healing and self-discovery. Have a good week.